This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. And we are so glad that you have joined us, Aaron Evernham and Steve Post. We even wore matching shirts today. How about that? How about that? Twinning. We are twinning today. Exactly. And I could see how you could get the (laughs) two of us confused. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we got a great show for you. We're going to have a great time and uh, everything is good. How are you? How's everything in your world? I'm good. Very good. How about you? I am fantastic. But I have noticed the last two weeks, there is a lot of drama in the sprint car world. There is a lot of drama in the sprint car world. A lot of drama. Fighting and scratching and clawing and yelling and screaming and hollering. And helmets and flagmen oh, doing flagmen things, doing things and... and it's just it's crazy. <laughs> we're on the chip. Um, we're in July. Everyone's been racing a lot. Some guys are having some success. Nobody's having as much success as they want to have. There's a lot of money on the line, and there is some wild, hacked off people. Yeah, agree. It's crazy, ain't it? It's just like you just don't understand the... the, the well, I, the, I think I tweeted the other night during the race because I was like, you know, when the whole thing with Sheldon happened, yeah. Johnny Gibson didn't seem to know exactly what was happening or what he was supposed to say. So he was like, well, uh, threw his helmet on the track, but like didn't make a big deal of it. I'm like, wait a second. What is How happening? I did not make a big deal out of the <laughs> yeah. guy chucking his so helmet I on the track. So I put it on Twitter, and then my Twitter feed blew up. And oh, I'm yeah. like, look, I'm not taking sides. I'm no, just, you just want to know what I happened. I just want to know what Well, yeah, you triggered that because I was at Hickory... Uh, and I drove home in a monsoon, got rained out, drove home in a monsoon, and it was bad. It was one of those where it should take an hour and ten minutes from Hickory to t- yeah. two. I mean, I'm driving a little long on the interstate. Yeah, it was nasty. It was bad. And I don't know, it must have been going right with me because a lot of times you run in and out of waves. I never got a wave out of it. So I get back home, and uh, when I always get home, I'm not one that can just run right to bed. I'll sit down in my big comfy chair, and I saw your tweet, and I'm like, what in the world? So your tweet is what triggered with me, and then I saw video, and oh my gosh. Yeesh. Crazy. Crazy. And I don't know. So did anything ever happen with that? Not, oh, there's not, there's been no. I was just curious, because again, I see. no acknowledgement of anything. Okay. It's like, never happened. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. Interesting. Very, that that to me is as interesting as anything else. Yeah, me too. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no reaction. No, I mean, yeah. You, you, and, and the thing of it, it is, it should is, never have happened. But yet, you should never have done the reaction. So, I, something nothing happened. I, I'm exactly no yeah, comment. So I don't know. I I, I just it's <laughs> but but look look. Well, and last then the week, whole flagman situation. Well, okay. Let's this go, is let's a go whole real, real quick. Last week you had. 
Raymer and Freddie fighting, and yeah. all it was was a highlight video. Yeah. That's all it was. Nothing came of that at all either, other than they just hate each other. The <laughs> flagman thing, I've watched this for 100 years. Um, Dave Farney's the flagger up there. Yeah. He's been doing it forever. I, I probably have met Dave. I, I, I'm sure he's a great guy. Very beloved. Everyone I've talked to, everyone knows him since he's a yeah. great guy. He has done that forever, where when they come off the turn, he gives the driver, the the the, the leader, the top two or three cars, their advantage. And I've always thought that just strikes me as weird. Well, that's how I feel about it. That's not their job. Well, I just find that strikes me as weird. He's been doing it forever. It strikes me as weird. And then in this churned up, ginned up, everyone is mic'd up <laughs> time, right. he walks in and hands Donnie the flag and says, I hope I helped you there when giving you the mark. I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> as soon as he said that, I'm like, I, Me Ooh. too. I, I was and watching. I literally, and, then, and I kid you not, and, and, I, and I, I love, I love, love, love the Hodgeshield family. But I am telling you, when the flagger said that, I went to my Twitter machine, Patty Hodgeshield, and yep. it was not even game, set, match. <laughs> And and Facebook too, all here of it. Here we go yep. again. It was everywhere, and so and Dave Farney has been doing that forever. So it wasn't a specific thing at Weed Sport yeah. to cure Donnie's shots. Well, now I- should he be doing it forever? That's the debate. And you know, the, 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 there's a lot of people saying, "Well, now he's been doing it forever. Why is everyone all worried about it?" Well, okay. We're, we're my challenge is this: Where do we draw the line? Do we want Mike Hess on the radio saying, leader, you have a three-second lead? No, no. See, there's the problem with We it. don't have spotters in our sport. Right. Or, or do we get Dave Farney glow sticks like the well, I was going to say, grand late models and other forms I, of dirt yeah. racing, but well, I don't even just, like that. It's just. No, I, I, and, and I, I think you. That's your own I, team. The I've flag man is. I've always thought that. I've always thought that. Watch it. And again, this is nothing. This is. Uh, Dave Farney has flagged more races. He's I don't I don't have any specific issues with it, but I've watched this. I watched him at, at I've, I've, watched, I've never knew this was a thing. Yeah, no, I've watched it all along, and it's just he does it at the World Finals. He's done it at Volusia. He's no done idea. it at Bristol. Wherever he flags, he's live done in it. my own world. Yeah, he's done it, and I just don't like. Well, that's weird, and that's what I said. That's what I even started off by saying. It's just strange. Yeah, but he's been doing it, doing it forever. Well, now, boom! Oh, here we go. It's right in the middle of the spotlight. So, I mean, but it's just. I think I think had Saturday night not happened, it probably wouldn't have been as big a deal on Sunday night. You, you, yes, probably. But well, in, has, in the end, it seems to me like you know, the, the, there's just a lot of like negativity in the spring. There's you know, the problem like right there. There's a lot of negativity. We've been You're on right. such a. Upward trend. It's like, all right, I don't want to see controversy every time about sprint car racing. Right. What are what are what is the message out there? And right now, it's there's a little convolutedness. Yeah, there's a I don't little, like it. There's it a, feels a little. No yeah. offense to the, the the big job here, but it right. feels a little NASCAR fanish. You know? Yeah. Like, no, I understand it. It's like it's just like, you 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 want you want to get yourself down in the dumps. Just go on NASCAR Twitter. Exactly. Well, and and when I used to do Sirius Speedway with Dave Moody, that was. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sprint car racing, but we're, we're I, 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 it's an interesting assessment you made because we're, we're, we're working on it. We're getting there. And that's not a good thing. I no. don't mean this. No. Which, you know, but it's just, it's just, it's like drama, drama, drama. Here's the bottom line. Okay. And let's, let's get into it. Let's get into our after uh, racing products, hot topics. World of Outlaws back at Weed Sport. Great crowds. Yeah. Big event. Weed Sport is Weed Sport. It's a dry, slick, upstate oh, New York I, track. I love seeing it. Right, exactly. Old yeah, it's all yeah, exactly. Saturday night, David Gravel wins. 
Sunday night, Donnie Schatz wins 304th career win, second of the season. And the only reason Donnie Schatz is getting mentioned is because he was who the flagger was talking yep. about. Yeah. The race winners mean nothing. And I, and I think there there's where we get into problems is when race winning is secondary. Yep. And right now, race and winning is secondary. And the great product is secondary. And the great product is secondary. Yep. And this is the great product. This is not just the world of outlaws. This is everywhere in sprint car racing. Yeah. But when drama and negativity takes over the conversation, and there's a lot of the places that's happened now, mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I think we need to do better. I just think we need to do better. And and whether, you know, whatever that topic is, whatever your hot button topic is, whatever pushes your button, um, you know, there are things that maybe need to be adjusted in the way we're doing things. There are things that maybe yeah. don't need to be adjusted in the way we're doing things. But we all need to stop being just twisted up and offended by everything that happens. Mm. I mean, but that's our society today. It's 100%. It's our society and today. Social media, everybody has an opinion. Yes, absolutely. It's just we are angst-ridden, angst-filled mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Except for me. I'm not I'm not living. Simply right. better. Simply better. That's right. No, I'll, and I'll, no, I'll tell you what. I'll just, I'll go, I'll go right in on this. I literally now schedule time like the end of my day, and, I'm, and I've, I've shared with you my reading, I'll at least an hour before bedtime will shut it down, shut it off. And I'll be honest with you, and when I start seeing negative stuff, I'll block people yeah. too. Yeah. I'm just not going, I'm not going on, I like to get a little gist of what's going on, but I don't need to get into all the negativeness of it and that sort of thing, and, and I just tune it out yeah. and block it out. Well, that's like when I tweeted about, you know, what happened with Sheldon and people started responding and get, I, I didn't respond to one person. I was yeah. like, I just want to know what happened. Yeah. Please don't ask for my opinion. Please don't give me your no. opinion. But of course well, I got yeah. 900 opinions and yeah, I'm like, don't give me. Yeah. Don't. I wanted to know what happened. Not yeah. your opinion. Well, there's, the, well, there's the problem happened. in our society. Okay. Let's just take this even <laughs> to bigger picture. We, are we right. no longer have news. Yes. We have opinion. Like the six thirty news is all opinion pieces. Yeah. The 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 twenty four hour news cycle. The newspapers, the news channels. Newspaper. There is no news. What happened? Sheldon spun. They didn't throw a caution, and Sheldon got mad and flung his helmet on the, the track. Yes, that's what happened. That's all you wanted. Well, no. Well, Sheldon got a, screwed, ah, and so and so is the he's favorite. He's driving the forty nine car, which. Yeah. That one just kind of blows me away because the driver of the 49 car is starting another series, for God's sake. Why are we? It's just, you know, Sheldon drives the NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car in the NOS Energy World of Outlaws. If you want a conspiracy, wait a minute. Um, You know, yeah, if it was the 49, they'd have thrown a caution. Yeah, so Brad can go start the high limit Sprint Car series. Now, there's this whole thing that we take it to a conspiracy that makes no sense at all. Yeah. It's like, and and I've talked, I had Mike Hess on the post office. I I think the world of Mike Hess. I don't know what happened. I don't don't know know. what the call was happened. I don't know if he saw it. I I, I don't know what happened on it. I have a huge amount of respect for Mike Hess, and I'm fairly confident he's not sitting up there saying, oh, let me see. How can I screw someone How can I do this? I'm fairly confident he wasn't sitting there doing that. Now we've really gone off the reservation. Yeah. And now everyone's probably chirping about us. And oh, we well. gave our opinions. Our opinions, exactly. That's it. <laughs> opinions you, about opinions. Opinions about opinions, exactly. All Stars, the Race Redeem Foundation race, $26,000, Anthony Macri. How about that? Uh, the the I'm telling you, folks, all y'all in the, in the country, oh, been y'all. like, all y'all. See that? Yeah, that's a little North Carolina lingo there. 
all y'all, ah, posse's good. They're good on the porch. They're good on the porch. The porch is getting bigger. Much bigger this year. I mean, stand back. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. So Anthony Macker picked up the win there. Saturday night at Knoxville is Rico Abreu. Other winners, Living Legends Race, Dylan Sisney and Danny Dietrich won the Twin 20s. Danny Dietrich was the overall winner at Port Royal. At Lincoln, it was Freddie Raymer. Tri-Cities, how about it? Tim Schaefer is back. Going all Aliquippa on him in the Brian Gove number 28 car. George Hobaugh won at Sharon. Craig Mintz. Craig Mintz has had like a banner season at Fremont and done everything but one. Saturday night, he finally won. He has like... I think it's, I forget what the numbers were. Brian Lisk, I had in the story. It's like he's been, like with the, with the exception of one race, he's been like top seven and like top five That's most. Amazing. And he finally got the win. And Ryan Timms picked up the win at Houston's. So there you have it. Good stuff. And uh, Cole Macedo picked up the win at Attica and picked up a ride for Knoxville. We're going to talk to him. And we're going to talk to the Sizzling Summer Speed Week champion, Tim Crawley, from the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Hefner Racing Products, easy to shop the entire line at Hefner Racing Products, hrpracing.com from desktop or right on your phone. And Aaron, they've got a deal for you. They sure do. First time online orders, use promo code MRN at checkout for 10% off your first order. Woohoo! www.hrpracing.com. Stay with us when we come back. The Sage Fruit Hotline fires up and Cole Macedo joins us. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam Bass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDiecast.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Headed by Hercules Tires rolls along, and let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Joining us fresh off another win, ninth win of the season, if I'm not mistaken, up at Attica Raceway Park on Friday night. Cole Macedo joins us. Hello, Cole. How are you? Good. How are you? We are doing well, that is for sure. Cole, it looks like you have got that car, that number 18 car. Uh, looks like you've got that car rolling pretty well. How does it feel from the driver's seat? Ah, uh, man, it's a, it's a definitely a pretty good feeling, uh, you know, be able to being able to get your victory lane, you know, nine times this year. So, um, you know, Steven and Mike and the rest of the crew have, have done a really good job and, and, and got me really comfortable this year. And, and it's definitely showing, you know. 
Cole, when you, when you get a situation like that where you're feeling comfortable, you're winning races, like what is it that is different this season? Is it the time you guys have been together now? Is it something you've changed? Is it just a matter of, of things are all happening at the right time? Uh, I think it's a, I think it's you know a matter of of a lot of things you know coming together. I think that um, you know I think that I'm I'm at the best you know I've ever been. Uh, just you know I've, the more and more experience I get, I, the better I get. I feel like, and then um, this is my second year with this team, um, so we've got you know some some good feedback, and and they know what I like and whatnot, and then you know uh, you know just the team as a whole is just a really good team. You know, Ray Brooks being the car owner, um, you know, he's, he's always got our back and, and uh, always given us what we need to win. And, um, you know, like I said, Mike and Stephanie, you know, I live with them. Uh, you know, they're, they're like my family. So, you know, they're, they're doing whatever it takes to, to get me to the next level. And, and, you know, Steven, uh, you know, he lives right next door also. And I think that we're just, kind of like a you know a big family and and uh we all work good together and we're always having fun and um you know I think that that gives me a lot of confidence you know so uh you know I think that you know if we we go we show up to the track and we're all having fun and 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 we know that we're it's going to be a good night no matter what you know uh, I think that it makes it easier to win races. You know the the Attica Fremont uh, has been your bread and butter, obviously, and that's where that's where you run regularly and weekly. But I've also seen you guys, you know, put the car in the trailer and go elsewhere. I mean, obviously, we saw you at Eldora, but we've seen you go elsewhere as well. How important has we we understand Attica and we understand running the same place in Fremont on a regular basis? But how important also has it been in your development as you get out, where a little uncomfortable territory, and 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 see how you guys fare against others. I definitely, I definitely think it's very important to get out as much as you can. Uh, it's hard for us to do that just because, you know, Mike and Steven, they're, they're the, the main part of this crew. Uh, you know, if it, if it wasn't for me helping in the shop, they'd, they'd be the only ones working on it during the week. So, uh, you know, it's tough for us just because they have full-time jobs to do so. And also, you know, they, they, they love racing at Attica and Fremont. That's their home tracks. And, and that's what Steven knows, you know, he knows them two tracks, you know, any given night at Attica and Fremont. Um, I feel like my car is one of the best. So, um, you know, really it's in our best interest to, to run as much Attica and Fremont races as we can, you know, just because, you know, everybody wants to be there. Uh, our car is good. Uh, you know, and, and and we're winning races also. So, but yeah, I, I definitely think it's good to, to get out as much as you can, just, just so you can see some different tracks and, and how people race on them tracks and, and whatnot. I, I really love um, the fact that, you know, we got to do the, you know, the Kokomo trip last year, we were, at, we were able to go back there and, and, and to Indiana and, and do really well. And then, you know, this year we got to, to make the trip to Eldora and, and we struggled a little bit, but at least we, you know, we got to go there and, and see that, man, we, we got some work to do on half miles, you know, to get better. And, and at least we know that, you know, we don't get too comfortable, uh, you know, just racing out of Ken Fremont and thinking that we're at the best of our abilities. Um, but yeah, it's definitely good. And, and, and sometimes it can be bad also, you know, like 
you know, for instance, like Eldora, you know, it, it is as good as it was for us to know how, you know, where, where we needed to be better and whatnot. It also, you know, it also brought us down a little bit, you know, but then, you know, you have a trip like we did Lawrenceburg this year and we went up there and ran eighth with the Outlaws and, and, you know, I think we we're like plus 10 or something like that. Um, and it was a really good night and it made us feel really good that we can, you know, we can get out of our home, you know, a ho- couple home tracks and, and still compete, you know, especially with the best. Um, you know, I think that for a driver, you know, if, if you want to make it to the next level, you have to get out as much as you can and, and race different tracks just because, you know, the outlaw tour, the all-star tour, they're racing somewhere different every single week, you know? So yeah, I think that's huge. Absolutely. Cole, you mentioned living with Mike and Stephanie Linder. How important is that? Or what kind of piece of the puzzle has that been to have uh, a situation that you feel like, you know, we don't, I guess we don't talk to drivers a lot about their living situation or, or who their family is that's around, but that's kind of an important part to feel comfortable to have those Sundays where you're out grilling steaks and, and have the comfort uh, of, like you said, they're your family. What? How important has that part been? Yeah, I think it. I think that it has been huge in in my success out here. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know where I would have been had had Mike and Stephanie not taken me into their home. Um, you know, I think that it's a it's a one of the toughest deals about making the move to you know get like you know for other kids and stuff that are coming out of California or different states and moving to a different state um, to go race professionally or, or try to make it professionally. I think it's one of the toughest things is being away from, you know, family. Uh, it's definitely, it, it's, it's gotten to me a couple of times, but you know, I, I have a very fortunate deal here just because, you know, Mike and Stephanie make it, make their home feel like mine so much that I don't really, you know, get too worried about being home as much, you know, um, you know, like I, I, I'd still much rather, um, go home as much as I can, but with our race schedule and whatnot, it makes it very tough and, you know, as expensive flights are and stuff right now. But, um, yeah, like I said, Mike and Stephanie, they make, they make it a lot easier just by, you know, I feel that like, you know, they'll be my family forever. Um, in my opinion, and, 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 you know, when I have a bad night, you know, with a normal race team, you know, you have a bad night and everybody's pissed off at each other. And, and, you know, you don't really want to talk to them guys that are pissed off at you, but I can go talk to Mike or Stephanie and, and, or even Steven too. And, and, and as soon as we leave the track, we're back to, you know, we're not, you know, full race team mode. We're, all right, we're still family, you know, it's going to be all right. You know, they tell me what I need to do better. And, and, you know, I can, you know, we can all talk about what our team needs to do better and, and it's all good. You know, that's like, I talked about, you know, having fun. I feel like as soon as we shut the doors on the truck to leave the track, you know, I'm sure, you know, there's, there's been several times that tension is, tension has still been high, but we kind of, you know, flip the switch and, and go out of race mode and, and back into having fun, you know, and, and I think that's a huge part of why we are successful here with Rivers Racing. No doubt. It is part why the reason you've been successful. You have obviously attracted a lot of attention, including your brother's 
team owner, Phil Dietz, uh, who has offered you and you have accepted, like every sprint car driver <laughs> in the world would accept, a ride for the Knoxville Nationals in the Dietz number 14 car. Cole, how did this come together? And I cannot imagine your level of excitement for Knoxville. Yeah, so uh, actually I had been, from the beginning of this year, I had been searching uh, for a Knoxville Nationals ride and, and actually searching for something to race a little bit, you know, a couple races before, hopefully, um, if, if schedules were to work out where I wasn't racing the 18 car or whatnot on a local Knoxville show or whatnot. And, but yeah, I, I was, I was calling people every day and, and Sean Dyson with complete parts and equipment. Um, he, uh, my brother goes and races for him, you know, during the winters in Australia and, and spends time with, uh, you know, Sean and Felicity Dyson and, and, uh, you know, the, I, he had been a huge help. He, he was kind of pushing me to, to find a Knoxville ride. And he told me, you know, Hey, you, you need to, you need to make that step and, and, and find a Knoxville ride or, or somehow get your team to take you out there. You know, that's a big platform and, um, it's, you know, it's watched on a national stage. So, um, that's something that you need to get, get going and, and, uh, make that next step in your career. So he was pushing me a lot and he was helping me with trying to find a ride and, um, telling me who to call. And, you know, and also my brother, you know, me, Sean and, and Carson were calling each other, you know, almost every other day and searching for stuff. And, and, uh, you know, it was getting to the point there where I was like, man, there's just not a good enough you know, uh, opportunity that has, that has come about that, that would make it worth it. You know, I, I know that Knoxville is such a tough place to go run good at. Um, and so, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I was, I was starting to get worried and just, well, I guess it's not going to happen. You know, me, I'll just go hang out with Carson and like I have the last couple of years and, and maybe next year something will come about. And, and, uh, I showed up to Lawrenceburg actually, for that outlaw show that we ran really good at. And I was over there at their trade at the JGR trailer, just talking with Carson and, and Philip and, and, uh, Philip pulled me into the trailer and he's like, Hey, I need to talk to you in the lounge. And I was like, okay. And I was a little bit weirded out. I was like, man, this is, this yeah. is a little different. I've, I've, uh, he's never pulled me in the lounge before. I wonder what this is about. You know, I had, I had no idea. Um, I'd never thought that they would bring that car back out, but, uh, yeah, he, he pulled me in and he asked me what I, if I had found an Oxville ride yet. And, um, I was just pretty down. I was like, nah, you know, I, I haven't found anything yet, but I'm still searching, you know, and, and, uh, he just pulled up a picture and he said, well, you know, you, you want to run this car? And I was like, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I was speechless for, for a couple of minutes, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. And I, I, you know, I was like instantly, yes, you know, I would love to drive that car. I, in my opinion, you know, they have one of the best operations out there in racing and, mm -hmm. and, you know, at Knoxville at that, you know, they, they, you know, they've showed a lot of success there too. So, uh, I've seen what, you know, Philip has done with, for my brother and, and uh, I think that, you know, it's going to be a, a great opportunity. And, and I'm very excited to, you know, be a part of that team. But, yeah, I I think that, you know, my brother Carson and, 
and Sean and Felicity Dyson, you know, had a lot to do with that. Uh, you know, I think that they came on board and, and helped out a little bit financially wise and, and, you know, kind of made it happen. But, um, you know, I think that Philip is, you know, very excited to do it. I, I know he's been wanting to bring the, the 14 back out for Knox. So I, I think they tried doing it last year too, but, um, for some reason it didn't work out, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. And, and, uh, you know, like I said, I was, I was very speechless and, and I, you know, they told me I had to keep it a secret for so long. Um, and I didn't, I didn't think that they were ever going to announce it. I thought that, you know, it'd just be a, you know, open the back door of the trailer on, you know, Wednesday or, or Sunday of the Capitani and, and that's when everybody was going to find out. And man, it was getting tough to keep it a secret. You know, I was so excited and, um, I barely told my mom and dad like a month ago. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a crazy feeling and, and I'm, I'm super excited. Wow. What a story. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. Go to Lordsburg and yeah, that would be when your brother's team owner says, come up in the front of the trailer. I can't imagine that. Um, that, that turned out well, uh, Cole, we're about up the end of the time here as far as that goes, but I do want to go back and, and you referenced it. And I think Aaron might've referenced it. Your steak cooking abilities, <laughs> it always comes back to food with me. Dude, your grill game is on point. I mean, where'd you learn where'd you learn the grill game like that? Uh, man, I I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I got it pretty easy. My my parents actually uh bought that Traeger grill for the Linder family um as kind of a gift um for taking care of me over the last couple of years um over this last winter and man it's it's it, you almost can't mess it up as long as you're paying attention you know you my dad told me everything what to do and you know you just throw the steaks on there pretty much stick the probes in there and once they get to you know whatever you know medium rare or, or medium what you know I always go like 135 yeah. degrees but mm. um you know once it gets to that you pull them off and they're perfect every single time so it's uh I'm pretty spoiled with this grill uh you know not everybody has it that easy but um yeah it's definitely fun to do and and you know learn different tricks with it and whatnot but yeah I I it's not it's not that I'm some kind of grill master it's, it's pretty easy to do with this thing yeah, I uh, I got to be honest with you. Sunday, I grilled out on my little gas grill, um, and I felt like I did really, really good. And I'm sitting there, and I'm cleaning up, and then I see Stephanie's pictures of yours, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, it's like, man, I'm, I'm, I bow to greatness on the grill. I really do, and greatness on the racetrack as well. Cole, congratulations on the success. Congratulations on the Knoxville ride. We can't wait to see you out there next week, and continued success. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. All right, thanks, guys. There we go. Cole Macedo. What a great story yeah. that is. And getting that ride. I know. And I love his, you know, his description of getting called into the lounge. Yeah, and- a little yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun stuff. Fun that's to get the sure. real details. You know, a lot of drivers kind of skip over that. Yeah, that was good. Story. No, that yeah. was that was that that was a great gosh, I love I love talking to Cole Macedo. I really do. And he keeps um Cole and and Cole keeps working on it and um I'm going to tell you something. He uh, Stephanie may start liking him as much as she likes Buddy Kofoid. May get there just a little bit if he keeps winning races and cooking steaks. We need to step away because from one great family, the Linders, the Macedos, 
to another family, the Crawleys from over in Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas. Tim Crawley, he joins us next. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile style single stage cylinders as well as multi stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no one size fits all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at aggressivehydraulics.com. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Tim Crawley joins us, and he is the Sizzlin' Summer Speed Week champion for the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Just picked up a couple wins there. Sits third in the point standings. Headed to Lakeside tonight. They've got a big race, and he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Hello, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, I'll tell you what, it's, I love, I, I, you know, and we've chatted, we've we've ran into each other over the course of time, and I just love when, uh, especially with those midweek shows where I get a chance to watch you guys a little bit more, I'm not out on the road myself, and um, the Lucas Oil, the Summer Sizzling Speed Week, how hot was it, and uh, how good was it to have success like you did? And on the hot factors, you know, I don't know if it's just my age or what, but I promise you it was hot. We had... Um, Humidity was really high and had some days there. I think it was close to 110. So it was it was really hot. But, you know, we got a break here and there. It wasn't too terrible. Uh, didn't get off to a good start. We got rained out right off the bat in Tulsa. and then, uh, But it, it was pretty good. You know, we, we lost a couple of shows there at the end. The last two got rained out, uh, which was a bummer. But, you know, it, it was good all in all. Um, I guess ever no, it's no uh, nothing. Uh, people don't know that I'm more of a short track guy. Yeah, and we did win on a couple of the shorter tracks, but we've hit our stride a little bit too on the bigger tracks. I mean, we we've, we've had a lot of several podium finishes on the bigger ones as well. So, uh, and really looking forward to this week. Tim, you mentioned before we, we came on the air that you found something earlier in the year or you, you, you just kind of got the momentum going on your side. Is it something that you, you've changed, something that you found and set up? Is it just a combination of things? You know, honestly, we just kind of just got back to basics. Um, absolutely did not just all of a sudden run across something and, hey, here it is. Here's why we haven't been um, up front. It, it just just really backed up and just got really basic. Um, some of it's me. 
some of it's been a little bit of the car, but I mean, we really just, you know, setup wise across the board, I'm just doing a lot of the same things that I would have done, you know, 10 years ago. And we're just concentrating on the simple stuff and uh, just try my best to, to not make mistakes and drive as hard as I possibly can. I'm 52 racing against a lot of 22s. So it's, um, I have to dig pretty deep, you know, a lot of times personally to, get in there and, and get that aggression going because i promise you these youngsters have got plenty of it yeah has has driving style changed over the years tim it definitely has and it's because of the cars um you know years ago i say years ago i, I you could say 15 years ago 20 years ago if you drove the cars 20 years ago like you drive them today you would go backwards so fast um, the tires are all so good. Uh, I really credit a lot of it to the tires. Um, credit, discredit, however you want to word it. You know, we used to run a, a little bit harder right rear, smaller, harder, and, and the cars were freer. And, you know, you couldn't dive in a corner and just hold the car on the floor and cross that whole corner spinning the tires. If a guy was patient and hit his line on the bottom or hit his line on the top, He'd drive by you and straight away you in that corner. Uh, nowadays, you know, you can blast in there, hold a car on the floor, and I mean just abusively drive it and still come out and not lose a position, you know. And, and you used, you know, it didn't used to be that way. Uh, so it's it's been an adjustment for me also. I was always taught early on to really hit your marks and, and you know, drive with an eggshell under your accelerator foot and so on and so forth and man it's it's crazy sometimes now how hard you can drive a car and still basically not get penalized for it if you want to word it that way so yeah it's it's changed for sure that's so interesting to to hear that you know we've talked about the aggressive driving style a lot on our show really over the last year or two. And for, for myself, I haven't driven a sprint car in, uh, what, 10, 12 years now. And it makes a lot of sense. When, when you say that you have to, to dig deep, is it is that what you're talking about? You have to get yourself to, to get that aggression and drive like these youngsters. Yeah, it is. You know, um, you know when you race for years, you know, and anybody that's raced or any length of time knows what I mean by all of a sudden, you know, when something really ticks you off and you get really fast, you realize, you know, I, I was being a little bit soft here. You know, I got to get my elbows up. And people that have raced can understand that. But when you've raced and raced and raced and it's just every week, you just kind of get in a rut and it's hard to flip that aggression switch just every time you get in the seat. So I have to run it so long, I, I just have to tell myself, you know, I still have to and state confidence in myself you know hey you can do this just get your elbows up you know don't play around and and that and that's where i think any veteran racers experience that you know you just really have to you just have to dig deep we had that same conversation with some guy named Donnie Schatz yesterday for our television program and about how things have changed and how aggressive it is and how, how up on it you need to be. So it is fascinating stuff. Tim, I, I, I don't know that I was aware of this, but you're sitting third in the national tour points. Terry Maddox, of course, took over ASCS this year. Was your plan all along to run, or are you going to run for national points? What's, what's kind of your, 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 your big-picture approach to this year? 
Well, you know, we're we're kind of a family team. You know, we all have jobs per se, and so we knew it was going to be tough. And then with my son racing, I drive drive this truck everywhere it goes. You know, and my car owners, you know, dragging my ride, and so set out and we thought well we'll before some of the long trips take off you know the nebraska and for us that's you know a good ways from home but we said let's just go and run you know six weeks seven weeks and just reevaluate then see where we are well we hadn't set the world on fire i mean we were running decent but definitely not up toward the front of points or anything but we said, okay, we've gotten this far, let's go a little further. And now we're in this deep and things are kind of clicking for us okay. So, yeah, I mean, as long as anything real catastrophic doesn't happen, you know, if we can keep some engines under us and uh, keep things going like we are, I mean, yeah, we're going to go ahead and try to finish the year out. That's awesome. Tim, you mentioned your son Landon Racing. What is that like to, to have your son out there? Um, what is that dynamic like? And how how do you guys interact together? Well, um, I can't I can tell you this: when I get in a heat race and we're together, and he's in front of me, and mom's there, I can get myself in a hell of a pickle real quick. <laughs> uh, I can promise you that that is that's a very sticky situation. I. <laughs> I got accused of running him off the racetrack at home at Little Rock last year, you know, and I didn't do anything wrong. I just, but in their eyes, I did. He sure, you know, I, that was a sticky one there. Uh, caution come out, and and then when they pushed him back off, I'm looking around. I didn't, you know, I can't turn my head around backwards to see the lineup, but I, I see him put push back on from over the hump, and I'm like, oh hell, <laughs> and then. In the radio, he says, good save, 187, and I'm like, oh, you know, because I knew I'd crossed lanes and kind of slid somebody and shot out to the outside to take the top, and I, I just had a funny feeling. I thought, man, if, if he was up there, that might have been close. I don't know. But then I pull in the pits, of course, and my wife's standing there giving me that look, and, of course, then I said something stupid. I, what happened to Landon? And it was like, Really? I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> so, anyway, it's it's fun. It's nerve-wracking. It seems like it's inevitable. A lot of times you'll look up, I mean, 50 cars there, and we got to be in the same heat or whatever. You know, that happens a lot. And But it, it's fun. I mean, but I'm not going to lie, it's, it's hard to pull out on the racetrack and start behind a car you own with your kid driving it and – mental state of I got to go forward so that's that's pretty tough uh I'm not gonna lie that's that one's tough how is he doing as a young race car driver um you know again I've done this a long time and I see I try not to I try to give him credit and critique as if I'm not his dad. Yeah. Um, I try not to let that get in the way. I try to be really real with him. Um, I think he's done great. Uh, I think everybody goes through a spell where they crash a little and they're overdriving and they're just trying too hard. And and he did he did some of that last year. And and I think now he's 
he's actually understood that you sometimes can slow down and go faster. I think he's starting to grasp that. But then here's Speed Week. He just, you know, had some misfortune. You know, Martin got on the wall and flipped and fell out of the sky on top of him. And, you know, so I kind of see things coming full circle. I mean, I'm proud of everything he's done and he's doing. You know, he's, he's, I can see him thinking and driving now, and that's all I can ask for. Um, like I say, I I just didn't want him to be lose respect from other drivers or get that all oh, he just so and so son thing going. You know what I mean? I, I wanted him to to become uh, as good as he could on his own merit. I guess you might say. Um, well, I just missed a turn. <laughs> uh, the other, the other downfalls of running your mouth driving down the road. Um, anyway, <laughs> but no, I think he's done great. You know, he's earlier last year, he just was checking out, had a feature one on a really rough racetrack and lost it on the last lap, last corner. He, he bicycled the car real good and I think it broke a Jacob's ladder and he got in the wall and whatnot, but he's been real close to a couple of wins and then. You know, you get out here on the national tour, it's it's tough, so it's humbling. And but he's taking it well. Um, he actually looks, probably looks as good as me or better than me on big race tracks. I think he likes them. Um, but we're just—he's learning, and I'm digging. So <laughs> that's a good combination. Tim, you said it was it was nerve wracking, and I know you mentioned when you're in a heat race with him. Uh, obviously, that's a whole different scenario. But what is it like for you to watch him when you're not on the racetrack? I ask you this because it, I I have like zero fear, but watching my child compete on a pony, I'm a nervous wreck. So, what is that like for you? It's very tough. You know, you you just sit there and you just you know you want him to go hard, go fast, and just be safe. So. Uh, it's very nerve-wracking. Um, you know, as we know, these things are dangerous, and all those feelings of, you know, you you just think if, you know, if your kid was to ever get hurt, you just want them to know that you didn't pressure them into doing this. I've never, you know, if he wants to do it, that's fine, but we all got to understand the consequences, you know, mm-hmm. and so you've always got that in the back of your mind, but... And I just want him to, um, I want him to know that. But, you know, we do everything we can. We buy all the safety equipment um, and teach them everything we can to try to keep them on the right path, you know. Yep. No doubt about it. You're on the path when you get back turned around on the right corner to Lakeside <laughs> tonight and then on down to Knoxville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then to Knoxville for the 360 Nationals. I watched a video uh, that your wife Laura posted where your boy said, there ain't no way in hell you're going to Knoxville and win that. <laughs> um, so there's no confidence there in the family operation, but in but in all seriousness, um, Lakeside and Knoxville, sounds like some big tracks coming up for you. How do you feel about these upcoming races? Well, we just got what we call, you know, everybody, people at race know this too. They label their motors, you know, and we've been running peanut. Well, peanut's a 20 year old build. It's a good engine, but it's not, it's not up to date. So we, uh, we just got our more current motor back, like literally this week and uh, just got it back in the car. So hopefully with our momentum we've had and we got our best, our A game motor in the car for tonight and, 
just really looking forward tonight. And then we go to Lakeside tonight, which is a bigger racetrack, basically same gear as Knoxville. So maybe we can get to Lakeside, get some wing speed going, and uh, get some momentum out of tonight that'll, you know, I, I haven't run Knoxville in years. Um, as old as I am and as much as I've raced, I was sitting there the last couple of days, I've been watching videos just to kind of get my mind back wrapped around the, because everybody knows Knoxville is a peculiar place and there's certain do's and don'ts there and a lot of times you got to do ghost sliders on restarts to keep somebody from dive bombing you and you know you just got to get all that mental stuff going again or, or you'll make the mistake and then go oh damn i knew better than to do that you know just trying to get mining gear for all that so see what that's, happens with- that's just kind of where we're at and i don't care what he says i in the back of my mind yeah i can go beat kyle there <laughs> that's how we're gonna put that there we go. <laughs> that a boy. Yeah, the, the, that that was funny. You're, uh, yeah, t- two weeks ago he wouldn't have had you as the sizzling summer shootout champ either, or, or the speed week champ. So uh, that's right. You're, you're that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. right. I'll tell you what, Tim. It is always a pleasure to catch up with you. I love following you and your family on social media. I love once in a while when we get a chance to catch up at the racetrack, and I appreciate you calling in and joining us and uh, here today on Wing Nation. Good to catch up with you. You bet, man. Thank you for having me and. I'll uh, see you somewhere soon, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. That's for sure. That is Tim Crawley, the great racer out of the state of Arkansas. That's just badass real right there, isn't it, Eric? (laughs) I mean, that's just like, that's just the way it is. Yep. That is Sprint Car 101 from a guy that has been doing it forever, 52 years old, has won the big ones, has has failed at the big ones, has failed at the small ones, has won the, I mean... And just goes out there and is true to himself and races, and that's as real as it gets right there. It really is. And he took a wrong turn. And now <laughs> and he's cracked trying to us find up his way. A few times along the way. Yeah, and keep Mama happy with uh, racing with Landon, too. So there's part of it as <laughs> oh, well. Oh, that was awesome. Stay with us. We've got more Wing Nation in just a Just like racing components, aggressive hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with aggressive hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at aggressivehydraulics.com. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes 
Auto World, Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam Bass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing, and they support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. On orders of $20 or more, use promo code MRN for free shipping. You can check them out at www.circlebdiecast.com show talking about drama you think the world of outlaws had drama imagine tim crawley pulling back in that pit after running his kid off the racetrack you you ain't seen dave farney or sheldon or anyone else or freddie Raymer or fred or danny dietrich ain't seen no drama like tim crawley saw that night that's a sticky situation Man, I'll tell you what, I I got to spend time with Tim and Laura and Landon down. I went to Arkansas last week for some ASCS National Tour races, and I got to spend time with them. And I'm just like, man, these people, I just love these people. I just think that they're just genuine racing folk. Like the heart of our sport. The heart of our sport, no doubt about it. And I actually was looking at the schedule. I think I get to see... Uh, the national tour in September up at Lakeside again. They raced back up there during nice. NASCAR weekend, and I was really excited because I didn't think I was going to get to see the national tour this year. And so I'm very excited about it. Really cool. You can see the national tour. They race on Flow Racing. It's the ultimate digital home track for race fans. Subscribe today and stream over 1,300 racing events live and on demand. Flow Racing has something for everyone, like NASCAR Weekly Series Racing, Sprint Car Racing, Drag Racing, Off-Road Racing, and much, much more, log on to flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. All the birthdays this week were yesterday. Ronald, uh, Ronnie Allen, Jeff Bloom, Enos Diz Wilson, and Ralph Hankinson. The inaugural class inductee. When you're wow. in the inaugural class, you Big must have doings, done something. Yeah. And Ralph Pappy Hankinson, born in 1879, 1911 he started promoting. In 1915, he was one of the original founders of IMCA. In 1926, he jumped over to the American Auto Club Association. And this guy was a mover and a shaker. The board track era, which is a fascinating era of racing. Very short period of time. Mm -hmm. Fascinating area. He operated the one in Altoona, Pennsylvania, and Woodbridge, New Jersey. Langhorn Speedway over in New Jersey saved the racetrack. It was in trouble in the 1930s. And the one thing Pappy had was great relationships with owners and drivers. And when so, when the, the teams, the drivers found out that Pappy was taking over things at Langhorn, they all showed up and Langhorn went through the roof into the 30s. Just before the war started, he sold all of his interest in everything. As we know, motorsports shut down in the early 1940s, and unfortunately, it was during that time period that Ralph Pappy Hankinson passed away in 1942. The good news is, is his life is forever enshrined mm-hmm. at one sprint car place the Knox- in Knoxville, Iowa, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And I can't wait to get out there next week. They have that tribute to Ascot going on. And then really, Aaron, when you look at next week, there is stuff going on at the Hall of Fame all week long mm-hmm. with, with discussions with panels and panels and, and everything like that. Yeah, autograph they, sessions. They, yeah, autograph like sessions, that. that's right. That that is that is at night the focal point is where your seats are. During the day, the focal yeah. point is kind of that Hall of Fame because yeah. it is all happening over there. So there it's is. really cool. It's nice and air conditioned. People can go in, oh, yeah. get when, a tour, watch yeah, a panel. Exactly. Watch a panel. 
catch up with uh, hall, the, the, uh, the autograph sessions. Everything is yep. so good. So good. Good stuff. And you can also become a supporting member of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Only $25. SprintCarHOF.com. That's www.SprintCarHOF.com. As we talked about with Tim Crawley, there is racing tonight on Flow Racing. It is the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour at Lakeside Speedway. So going to be anxious to see how this one goes, yeah. who's all showing up. They've got and they've got a really good point battle, Aaron, with this. And it's they three do. fascinating people because it's Wayne Johnson leading yep. over Blake Hahn and Tim Crawley. And I'm just like, wow. Wayne Johnson, uh, a Hahn, and a Crawley. You have got yeah. racing royalty there. Um, ASCS royalty. ASCS yeah. royalty there as yeah. well, racing for the championship. Blake has yet to win. That doesn't mean he can't go out and just reel yeah. off about seven straight. You know, or Wayne can reel off somewhere. Or obviously, yeah. Tim can. I mean, they've got a really good battle. We spent a lot of time in years past. We had a partnership with Lucas or the ASCS National yeah. Tour. And when, when Terry Maddox took it over, we no longer have that relationship where it's an advertising relationship. And and so we – but I still just follow along with it and mm-hmm. love it. And, and the bottom line it is when it's good, it's good. And that's what we talk about here on Wing Nation, yeah. and they've got it going really good. I watched a couple of those Speed Week races, and they were good. Yeah. They were really good. The one I watched, I watched Tim Crawley win a race, and he was uh, flogging some heavy lap traffic, including yeah. his son. And I was just like, I wonder what that dynamic is Ooh. like. You know, exactly. Well, now we know. Now we know, exactly. Not worried <laughs> about the son. He's it's not worried sticky. about the son. He's worried about Laura. Making sure he don't do anything to get mama. Get mama on his case. <laughs> um, so I love it. Uh, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour tonight. Knoxville Raceway is where the focal point will be going forward here. This weekend, the 32nd annual Knoxville 360 Nationals. Uh, that's on Dirt Vision. And then on Sunday night, it's the Capitani Classic. Everyone's final crack at the famed mm-hmm. Marion County Fairgrounds Oval before we go racing for the Nationals next week. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink, Sprint Cars. Boy, this one's always a classic. Yeah. Peevely I-55, the Ironman 55. There will be some worn-out sprint car racers at the end of this one. Mm-hmm. That is an, that is an in-your-face, up-on-the-wheel sort of thing. And, boy, the last couple of years, Sheldon Hoddenshield has got around there really, really yeah, good. Yes. i tell you what, I can see a big recovery from Sheldon after the shenanigans and festivities of this past week. <laughs> I know Sheldon could be right there on the front stretch waving the checkered flag. I want to mention this one also. Williams Grove, $6,000 to win. You know, we talk about this a lot. Williams Grove and the folks in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. it's like every week there's something going on at Lincoln yeah. a little bit more, something going on at Port a little bit more. Williams Grove, $6,000 to win the Billy Kimmel Memorial this Friday night. So, Central Pennsylvania really, really uh, just trying to they're, – they're, they're, they're not doing the big splashes, the, the, the $250,000 to win, but it's another grand here and another $200 yep. to start here. And uh, so kudos to the folks. This time it's Williams Grove. And then uh, we talked about Knoxville. Next week, VFW Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Wednesday through Saturday, the Hercules Tire Entertainment Stage. Just look for the Iowa Beer Bus. We're right next to it. <laughs> it's it, exactly. Uh. I know, I know, I know, we're bummed, but we understand. Aaron is not going to make it to uh, Knoxville this year. Um, Life, and and we're all in the same boat. I'm headed to Lexington, Kentucky for guess what? Horse show. Yeah. And so, um, (laughs) but but it's, but it's just. My new nationals. Your new nationals. It is. It's the pony finals. It's the nationals. Yeah. So it's the it's, it's the big, Lexington Nationals. Yeah, it's called the pony finals and they come from all over. I think all over the world. It's, it's their big national. Yeah. So that's cool. Different kind of different kind of, different kind of nationals. <laughs> the uh, things you do. Wonder if they'll have an Iowa beer bus there. I don't think they will. No, hopefully they, they'll probably be a little fancier. Fancy. <laughs> 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 it's 
These horse people are a little fancy. A little for fancier me. than yeah, fancier yeah. than. Uh, than uh, there's no dingus across the street. Come on. No, it's <laughs> some fancy equestrian bar. Which is, I mean, hey, at least I got somewhere yes, to go. Yes, exactly. Well, we'll uh, toast you from dingus. And the Iowa I'll send. I'll send some photos and to you from the uh, my, my new nationals. There we go. Fun, fun stuff. Uh, coming up this weekend on our television show, our Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit, Donnie Shots. Um, boy, I am telling you what a win that was Sunday night yeah. at Sport. He just he just drove the wheels off that race car. Perfect night. And he was telling us, and I don't know, we we you know, he doesn't recall ever having a perfect night before. Really? Yeah, where he wins the quick time, the heat race, the dash, and the feature. Yeah, it's got to. It's got to. Have. There's 304 wins. <laughs> yeah. For God's sake. Yeah, like I but he didn't recall. He cannot recall. Nights. He cannot recall doing that one. Wow. Um, where's Brian Walker? Where's Brian Walker? Um, but here's the other thing. That 15 car has been at the front of the field a lot Recently, lately. Recently, yeah. Oh, Conveniently man. Conveniently before not. I am telling you what. It would shock zero people yeah. next Saturday night if he's not standing there with a the big check. Yep. Uh, I mean, because that car is starting to roll yep. regularly. And when Donnie Shots get that car rolling regularly, batting down the hatches, especially with Knoxville. Especially at Knoxville. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be be awesome. That's for sure. So, hey, getting back to today, what stories? Cole Macedo and Tim Crowley. Great guests today. Man, oh, man, just keeping it real, breaking it down from the young side and from the veteran side. Good, good stuff, that's for sure. So we do appreciate Cole and Tim Crowley for joining us. More important, though, than all of that. Thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation's present Wing Nation that is presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.